Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Almost there, um, end of 2021. That's right. And uh, 2022 beckons. Um, And uh, it's always an exciting time for me um, because, uh, you know, I just want to know, God, what are you saying to us? What are you saying to me? And um, yeah, I'm very, very, very excited. And I'm sure you are, uh, we are, uh, together as a family, we've gone through what was tough time to really the last tough. two years were, were, were tough yeah um and uh you know some of us lost loved ones yeah and and you know to those of you who lost loved ones uh i know god has been there i know his spirit has comforted you yeah. as a family we stand together yeah. as we go through those painful times and it's not just the losing of loved ones it's your generation there's a lot of well, actually, everyone, but yeah. but we had we had a lot a, a lot concerning your generation with the the mental health yeah. challenges that yeah. people had to deal with, um, yeah. and then there's just the the the, the havoc it, it caused to the social fabric, the yeah. things that held us together. Yeah. Um, but you know, in all that uncertainty, just grateful that we have God, absolutely, that we have Christ, absolutely, that, that we can just hold on to Him. And know that in the end, it's going to be well. Do you know what? I love the fact that you said that because, you know, it's easy for us to, you know, sit up here and say that. But for a lot of people, sometimes we don't often feel that way, right? So we're going into 2022. We're looking ahead. I want to know, what word has God given us for 2022? I was, I was almost, I was certain you would ask me that, <laughs> Ayo. Of um, <laughs> Pressure, pressure, pressure on, 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 on the pastors. Let's get straight into it. <laughs> but yes, yes, yes. You see, because we serve a God who speaks to us. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and we wait on him. Um, and he speaks to us. He speaks to us out of his word. Yeah. Uh, primarily, he speaks to us. Uh, through his son, Jesus Christ. And then he speaks to us in a still small voice. Um, that's why we've got to quiet, get ourselves into quiet places, some meditation. But yes, God has given us a word. It's actually two words. Uh, and I want you to remember this because it's going to shape a lot of what we do in 2022. And the two words are launch out. Okay, let, let's just pause that. Wait, launch out. Yes, yes. We're, we're, we're launching out as a people. You're launching out as a person. Um, I'm, I believe that there'll be a lot of people in your family launching out. Amen. Um, yeah, we are. We are, we are we're, we're taking new territory. Um, we're breaking barriers. We're overcoming obstacles. Uh, we are launching out. And it actually, when the Lord laid that, that phrase, mm-hmm. those two words on my mind, it actually came from scripture okay. um, and, and I, I want to read the scripture to you. Um, it's taken from Luke's gospel, the fifth chapter, uh, verses 1 to 11. I'm, I'm going to read verses 1 to 11 just to give it context. It, it's just it's one, one verse that especially speaks to us, but 1 to 11 gives it con- context. So 
Um, Luke's Gospel, the fifth chapter, verses 1 to 11. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and followed him. Now, you know, it's one of those, one of those scriptures I, I, I love, Ayo. Uh, there's just so much that God is saying to us there. Energy. I mean, yes, loads of energy. I mean, Jesus is, 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 is going about his ministry and, and he, he needs a boat because he wants to preach from the boat to the crowd that has got, gathered. And one of the more modern translations, the Passion Translation, says he, he actually asks Simon in, in verse 3, let me use your boat. Um, and Simon allows him to use his boat. You know, I liken that to our lives. Uh, God wants to use you. Someone says, does he know how messed up I am? Yes, he does. Does he know my past? Yes, he does. Yeah. Does he know the issues I have? Yes, he does. Does he know that I'm not, I'm not as good as I should be? Yes, he does. I don't pray as much. Yes, he knows. I kind of do stuff that I'm embarrassed about. Yes, he knows. And despite all that, he wants to use me. Yes, he does. Uh, and that, that's the same thing that he said to Simon. Simon, I want to use your boat. I want to use what you have. Now, thankfully, Simon allowed him to use his boat. And so he gets into Simon's boat and begins to preach. And when he's done with his ministry, he now says to Simon those words, that, that phrase that I love, that he should launch out into the deep. And it's that phrase, launch out. Right. It's, it's, he's, he's challenging him. He's yeah. saying to him, you can, you can do it. Go for it. Um, push out further. Break the barrier. Overcome yeah. the obstacle. You can do it, Simon. Yeah. Launch out into the deep. 
And it's interesting that he says the deep. Right. Yeah, because, you know, that speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, uh, the deep is unfamiliar. Yeah. The deep is, uh, uh, is a kind of place I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. You know, how is it going to work out? My, my feet can't touch, touch the ground. The ground. So yeah. I, I'm not used to this. Uh, but, but Jesus says, go ahead, launch out. Uh, can I tell you that... That's going to be coming your way a lot in 2022. Yeah. You're going to hear that many times. You're going to hear God say to you, launch out into the deep, into the unfamiliar, into the areas that might be uncomfortable because you're not used to them. Right. The areas where you really can't stand on your feet, so you've got to allow the water to carry you. And that water is symbolic of the Spirit of God. So there's going to be a great dependence on the Spirit of God. God he says, launch out into the deep. But then the challenge, Ayo, is what happens next. Uh, Simon says to him, but Master, there is a challenge. There's a problem. Uh, you're asking us to launch out. We are experienced fishermen. We know about how to catch fish. We know what to do. You know, we, we, we've done this for so many years. And you're asking us to do what we have already done, and it didn't work. We toiled all night and caught nothing. And, you know, that's going to be the challenge yes. for us as we launch out. Because we have an adversary, an enemy that is telling us you can't do it. Yeah. You don't measure up. You yeah. don't have what it takes. Yeah. Compare yourself to so and so. Yeah. Can't you remember the mistakes in the past? Look at where you're coming from. Yeah. Look at how messed up you are. Yeah. I mean, look at the fear you're dealing with. You're not even a good Christian. I mean, how is it going to work? Yeah. And... He plays this, this, this thing in our head on repeat that tells us you can't, you failed, you know, you're, nobody, nobody counts you worthy. Look at the dysfunctional family you come from. Look at how you were dumped by the last three guys. And the, the list goes on and on. And he's spewing out all this toxic, vile stuff that is attacking our identity as, and, and telling us that we are not who we think we are. Yeah. Or who God says we are. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and that's, that's, that's the challenge that Simon has. Because really in Simon's mind, the enemy is saying to him, you toiled all night and you failed. You are a failure. Yeah. You, you worked so hard and there are no results for it. You are you're, you're, you're an outcast. You're the dregs. And the list goes on and on and on. So I have a question for yes, you at shoot. this point, right? So we are the Simons, right, yeah. in this story. And yeah. we are being called by God to launch out, right? Yeah, yeah. And his spirit is going to empower us. Yeah. What does that look like on a daily basis for us moving forward in 2022? Well, it, it'll, diff, it'll, it'll be different um, depending on what God has called you to do, right. who you are, all that stuff. But... It will, I, there are certain things that will, in a sense, it'll be the same for all of us. Okay. We'll be entering new things. Right. Uh, we will have to trust God in okay. whatever we're doing. It will involve uh, promotion. Okay. It will involve expansion. It will okay. involve acceleration. Right. Um, it will involve taking territory. It will okay. bring glory to God. Okay. You know, those things are common to all of us. But, right. you know, of course, it will be different, you know, as my, maybe 
the career God has called me to, the ministry God has called me to, yeah. the, the, you know, the age I'm at, you know, all those things will, will, will color it. But right. there are certain things that will be definitely a part of it. So right. you're going to see promotion. I'm yeah. going to see promotion. Amen. You're going to see acceleration. I'm going to see acceleration. Amen. You're going to see expansion. We're going to see expansion. Yeah. Uh, you're going to possess new land for God. Yeah. We're going to possess new land for God. Yeah, you're going to get deeper in your relationship with God. So are we. Uh, we're going to know him even more. And, and those, things will, those things will be common. Um, yeah. and, but I like what he says uh, as he hears all that stuff in his head. You know, uh, um, Joyce Meyer made the phrase, the battlefield of the mind, very popular. Oh but it is true. Uh, the, 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 the battle is in the mind. Yeah. What is he saying to yeah. you? You know, what, is he, what does he want to put on repeat in your mind. Yes. Uh, nobody has done it before. Why do you think you're special? You know, why do you think anyone loves you? Um, look, at, look at your life experiences. It's telling you uh, the contrary, that no one loves you. He wants to yeah. play all that stuff in our minds. Yeah. And we've had experiences that seem to confirm that stuff. But Simon says to him, I hear all the stuff the enemy is saying. Mm -hmm. I failed last night. Yeah. I'm rejected, you know, I'm an outcast, you know, I have issues. But he says, nevertheless, at your word, at your I word. will let down the net. And that's, that's it for us yeah. uh, next year. We don't care what is happening. What does the word of God say? Right. And whatever the word of God says, that's exactly what we are going to do. So what does the Word of God say about you? What does the Word of God say uh, to you at that particular time? Right. It's not a, a history book. It's a book that is alive. It's speaking to us. God is speaking to us every single day. Yeah. So we want to encourage ourselves this year to get into the Word of God. He says, nevertheless, at your word. And that overrides everything. Right. And then, of course, you know the result. Um, he, he obeys God. Yeah. He, he launches out into the deep. He lets down his net. And he can't believe what is happening. It's almost <laughs> like there is some force that is attracting all the fish in the sea into his net. Yeah. So much so that the net starts to break. Right. He has to call for assistance. And, and this is the kind of assistance I love. Where you're calling people to come and enjoy what God has done in your life. Come and be a part yeah. of what come and see what god has done and no, don't just see come and benefit from what god has done and that's yeah. exactly what happens to him he calls all these guys to say come and help us and yeah. as they come their own nets are breaking and and you know that for me is so encouraging yeah. about about next year um that we we will you will we will experience the abundance of God. Yeah. This God who does exceedingly abundantly yeah. above all we can ask or think. Yeah. So ex expect it. Open up your heart yeah. you know, to receive the abundance of God, to experience the abundance of God. Yeah. It's, I'm not saying there won't be challenges. Trust me, it, it was tough fishing all night and not getting anything. Yeah. So. Don't let anyone kid you and, and tell you it's a bed of roses. No, it's yeah. not a bed of roses. Yeah. But when you stand strong, yeah. stand firmly on the word of God, the word of God overcomes in the end. What God says 
must surely come to pass. One of my favorite scriptures, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said it and will he not, not do, do it? it. And, and, you, oh, sorry. Yeah, go, go No, you go. I was just going to say, one of the things that I've really, and I'm continuing to learn and something that is beneficial for all of us, is the fact that we need to understand our authority in Christ because in order for us to actually do what he's asking us to do, we need to understand who we are and who we are absolutely right? so yeah. uh, our identity our identity and, and you know yeah, yeah you're, you're the you're the you're the daughter of a king come on you're you're the son of a king come that's on. who you are of course we don't flaunt it in a in a in an arrogant way we're humbled yeah. that the king could ask us to come and adopt us to yeah. be his children we are humbled by it that's what grace is but we know who we are yeah. and you know um, I, I, I love how it finally ends, it's, it, where, where it says that the people were astonished at, at what had happened. Uh, I, I love that. It says, um, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so were James and John, the Zebedee boys, who were partners with Simon. Right. And you know, I, 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 I am certain that that is going to be your portion 2022 as long as we stay in the word we stay close to god we submit ourselves to him we develop a deep relationship with his spirit yeah. basically we just give ourselves to god in the way that simon did then what's the end game the end game is people are going to look at what god is doing in your life yeah. and be astonished be amazed yeah. Uh, be confounded yeah. by the mercies of God, the grace of God, the yeah. goodness of God. And I, like I say all the time, it doesn't mean you're not going through tough times. No, you might go through tough times. But trust me, there's a, there's a way you go through fire and come out of the fire and you don't even smell the smoke on your clothes. <laughs> like a diamond. Yes, you do. <laughs> like a diamond. You go in and you come out better. Yeah. And, and people almost envy you, but, but, but they don't realize that it was the grace of God that yeah. saw you through. And that's what makes them astonished. And so I want to say to you that you are, your life is going to be such a testimony yeah. by the grace of God that people are going to be amazed, astonished, confounded, astounded, and the list goes on and on and on. I'm and loving the, the EDs, confounded, <laughs> astounded. Yeah, trust, trust your generation to make, it, to make it into some sort of spoken word. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I know... I know, I know you know, you, you, have, you have your stories as well. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm your spiritual father, so I yeah. kind of know. Um, and and, and this, this is really your story. Yeah. You know, this is, this is what God has done in your life. Yeah. How he has, he's, he's, he's using you and, and loads, loads in your generation. Yeah. Um, lifting you guys up, putting his yeah. word in your mouth. Yeah. Um, setting you guys on fire for him. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and making sure that Whatever the enemy played in your heads, uh, he wipes it away. Yeah. In a sense, restoring your identity. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking about our identity and our identity in Christ, you know, this is something that is so important for all of us to just really understand the authority that we have in Christ and understand who we are as a result of what Christ did for us. And, you know, just the fact that we have a new name yeah 
Go for it. <laughs> okay. So do I start here now? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So God spends a lot of time in the Bible telling us who we are. It's almost as if he knew that we would doubt who that was from time to time. It's as if he saw it coming that we'd spend our whole lives searching for what our identity, what our real name was, and that there'd be many moments in our lives where we'd let different kinds of names define us. When we've looked in the mirror, compared ourselves to pictures and heard the name, ugly. When we've been left by loved ones, people we trusted once and heard the name, unworthy. When we've been drowning in discouragement, living in a seemingly never-ending crisis and heard the name, forgotten. When we've had our hopes up and our hearts open, only to be brought down by closed doors and we've heard rejected. When we look for infinite affirming love through lesser, physical, fleshly versions. When we gave it away or when it was stolen and we heard impure, we heard trash. When we go to other vices to ease our pain and we hit addict, we hear forever broken. When we feel like we're living in the shadow of someone else's calling and we hit second place. When our pain cripples us to a point where we don't even know how to let others in and we hear lonely. When our past seems too gross for others to forgive and we hear disgusting. It's overwhelming. These voices we're constantly hearing. It's suffocating. <gasps> this air of constant hate, critique and comparing. And it's sort of amazing the people whose voices I've allowed to name me. The power I've given to my past, to my mirror and to my surroundings and enabled them to identify me. The amount of years I've spent living up to whatever others say over me. But God says something else about me. It's like he knew there would be other voices. So he wrote his voice down in a timeless book of truths that would remind us over and over again in the moments when lies would block his truths and somehow make us forget. So I'm going back to the source. Not the people I've allowed to represent God to me, but the actual, literal, tangible words that he has written down for me. And there are some other names that he has given to me.
John 15, 15, he calls me friend. 1 Thessalonians 1, 4, he calls me chosen. Ephesians 2, 10, he calls me his workmanship. He calls me his art. He calls me handmade. He calls me purposed and fashioned for good things. 1 Corinthians 6.19, he calls my body a temple. He calls it the residence of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8, he calls me his messenger to the world. Galatians 3.26, he calls me his child. Romans 5.8, he calls me greatly loved. John 8.36, he calls me free, free indeed. 2 Corinthians 5.17, he calls me brand new. And it's amazing how different these names are from the names I'm used to listening to. And in my journey to discover who I really am, in my battle to uncover the truths of myself, I've learned something new about my name. And now, this is what I am certain of. My name is not the name the world calls me. My name is not the name my past calls me. My name is not even the name my own mirror calls me. But my name, my name is the name I choose to answer to and I can choose today from this moment forward to answer to a new name so when I hear lonely that's not me when I hear disgusting that's not me when I hear unworthy I don't even look over my shoulder when I hear broken they must have confused me. Please look elsewhere. When I hear ugly, abandoned, useless, forgotten, I figure someone just has to remind them. Maybe those were my old names, but they are no longer the names that I respond to. My name is the name I've chosen to spend my days living up to. And if these other voices are not saying the same thing that the truth is, I look in my mirror and I repeat this. They have no right to be speaking to you. When you stop answering to all your old names, they stop having power over you. The name that my father, eternity's author, the world's creator has called me are the only names that I will respond to. So when I hear friend of God, that's my name. Chosen, that's my name. Loved, wanted, created with a purpose, that's my name. God's messenger, that's my name. God's temple, that's my name. Child of God, you must be looking for me. Greatly loved, you must be calling for me. 
brand new. That is my name. And that is the name that I will respond to because the enemy has no power here. Perfect love casts out all fear. And perfect love has named both me and you. So what is your new name? What is stirring up inside of you? When you hear these words that his word, that the word has proclaimed, what do you know is the name God is calling you? Maybe it's not the name you grew up with. Maybe it's not the name your old friends identify you with. Maybe it's not the name your whole life that you yourself were used to identifying with, but it's the name you now answer to. So when the enemy tries to get to you, it's the name you introduce yourself with. As for me, my name is forgiven. My name is free. My name is brand new. Loved, wanted, child of God, created with a purpose. And it has been a pleasure to meet you. You know, when I listen to, to, to you um, share that word, which incidentally was amazing. Thank um, you. Very, very, very deep, very moving. It, it made me once again just, just grateful to God for, for our Father in heaven. Yeah. You know, um, just just what kind of what kind of father yeah. is that what kind of father what kind of father sends his only son to die for others you know what what kind of father pays that kind of price uh, just because he loves loves us yeah. you know what 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 kind of father uh, pours out so much grace on us which is totally unmerited. Yeah. What kind of father shows the kind of mercy that he showed you and showed me? I mean, I can tell you about my life, <laughs> where I'm coming from. I mean, what kind of father, you know, got into the, the, the mess I was in and yeah. found me and, and, you know, is working on me. Yeah. I mean, we're grateful, grateful that we can call him our father and, yeah. and, and, and that he's, he's, Paid the ultimate price yeah. uh, for for you and for me yeah. and for all, all of, of us. us. Yeah, just just so thankful yeah. that we can call him Father. Father. <laughs> Today we would like to remind you that regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what that situation might be, that you feel like you're in a fix, you have a Father who knows you by name is with you who is for you he calls you his own and nothing can separate you from his love and we pray that this encourages you today hallelujah He'll never leave 
what's the story uh, after listening to a song like that? The story is simple. Um, your father, my father, our heavenly father, realized that we were lost. We were heading to a, an eternity without him. And critically, we were going to spend a life here without him. And what's a life like without him, without Christ? It's fallen. It's hopeless. It's sad. It's despondent. It's depressing. It's fearful. The list goes on and on. And what does he do? Because, of course, because we're living in sin, we can't have a relationship with him. This is the story. He sends his only son to take your place and my place, take your sin and my sin upon himself so that we can have a relationship with our Father in heaven. And there might be somebody out there who is saying, you know what? For the first time, I'm beginning to understand that it's about a relationship. And it is about a relationship. It's not about a religion. And of course, the church helps the relationship, but it's a relationship. And there might be somebody out there who is saying, you know what? I want to start this relationship with my father. Uh, you might be somebody who never had a real father. Had a father who was there physically but wasn't there for you emotionally. But you might even be someone who had a great father in a natural sense. Well, think about what it will be like to have the hev your heavenly father in a relationship with you. Wherever you are, I know he's knocking on the door of your heart at this point in time. You want to start that relationship with him. You want to make sure you spend an eternity with him. You want to make sure that as you go through life, the, the uncertainties that we face today, that he is there with you. Well, why don't you just invite him into your heart? Somebody says, is that it? I say, I'm saying to you, yes, it is. It's as simple as that. He's knocking on the door of your heart. Invite him in and your relationship starts. How do I do that, I hear someone ask. Well, by simply saying it. Um, and I would be privileged to lead you in that prayer, to just invite him into your heart. And uh, there might be others who yeah. might have been in church before. Yes, yeah? you've, absolutely. You've, men you've mentioned some, some of that to me before, Definitely. that your burden for that. Yes. Now, I specifically want to speak to the person who has been to church before and for whatever reason, you know, whatever circumstance, you've drifted away. You felt like your relationship with God can't be that tight-knit. Maybe you've been let down by a human being. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's something that someone has done to you and you're really just thinking, if God is real, how can this happen? Why am I in this situation? But I just want to call you to come back home to your heavenly father. You see, this day is particularly special for me personally to share a testimony because I got saved and decided to go home to my father this day four years ago. 
And I know you might be seeing me here thinking, well, she looks like she's so confident, but it's because I made the decision to go back home to my father. There is a particular Bible story, you know, with this, with this boy called the prodigal son, with this son called the prodigal son. And essentially he drew far away from his father and he went to live a lifestyle that basically wasn't conducive for what his father originally had for him. And then one day he said, you know what, I'm going to go back to my father's house and I'm going to, you know, serve like a slave in the house of my father's house. But the beautiful thing about this story was that his father was actually sat outside the house looking. So when that son was on the way to the house, the father already saw him and ran to him and said, my son, you're home. And that's the same thing that God is saying to you today. My son, my daughter, you are home. And I just want to invite you to come back to your father's house today. Why didn't you just come home? Um, you, 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 you left your father's house. You've never been in your father's house. It's your father's house. Why don't you just come home? Will you say this prayer with me? If you want to come home. Heavenly Father, I want to come home. I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Today, I make a decision to come home. Thank you for welcoming me back into my home. I promise, I ask for you to give me grace to live a life that is pleasing to you, to turn away from anything that would displease you as I settle back at home. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Well, welcome back home. Um, actually, the Bible actually does say that, that the angels are excited in heaven because you have come back yes. home. God bless you. God bless you.